0: No, you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS, good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you until the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us with us with a lot of your questions uh, ready to be answered. We've got Chuck Crosby. He is the owner of the Crosby Law Offices, and has a, a great group over there. Not only does he, Chuck do closings—in other words, gets your loan closed—but he also does a variety of other things, including wills, powers of attorney, foreclosure defense, commissioner sale help. Uh, so he's a ch- really a jack of well, he's a chuck of all trades. There you, you go. go. <laughs> he's a chuck. Of... Sometimes I crack me up. Yeah, right. yes. chuck of all trades. You can reach Chuck over at his office at 499-6360. Also here, Brad Lawler. He's the owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team as opposed to an individual, and yeah. then they go to town, and they check your home from top to bottom, inside and out, and you can reach uh, Brad and his group, Home Team Inspection Service. By the way, should I tell you, they're also the number one Home Team Inspection Service. Eight years in a row, we're looking and for them. And, and five months. And five months. Eight years, five okay. months. Five down, months up, right? Number one, Yeah. yeah. Then so that's a that's a big deal. Let me tell you in the in the home inspection world that's a big deal. Uh, you can reach Brad at the 411 team, and now they also have Team Bug Out, who yeah. I switched over to this past week, and I'm thrilled I did. Just so well, you know. Well, thank you. We, yeah. we don't want to let things bug you, Bob. So well, no, but nothing we close. can do. <laughs> let's Sorry, <check>. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, let's look. And Chuck thought <laughs> Chuck of all trades was bad. So okay. And uh, I think my son, Greg, may be trying to jump on. He's busy already this morning. So we've got a lot of stuff going on. You know, if you're a regular listener of the show, you will know that we do not fear to take on controversial subjects. And we are going to take on a really controversial right off the top. You know, and you may have heard about us talking, and nationally it's being talked about as well, buyer love letters. Chuck, explain if you would, sir, as the attorney, uh, what a buyer love letter is. It's a real estate love letter. It's a buyer writing out a
1: paragraph, sometimes longer, uh, uh, missive as to why they ought to be picked to purchase this house. Oh, I can see my children coming down those stairs on Christmas morning. Uh, So that's what it is. It's a, hey, please pick me.
0: Now, realtors across the country have mixed feelings about love letters because there's a belief that writing a letter to the seller from the buyer gives the buyer an unfair advantage, especially if that letter contains, well, fair housing violations using terms that should not be in the letter. So some realtors, both locally and nationally, refused and have been refusing to forward a buyer love letter to the seller. The National Association of Realtors' advice for real estate professionals is to advise clients about the potential risks posed by a buyer love letter. The key problem is that there's a concern that the buyer would feel discriminated against if they lost to another buyer and could sue the interested parties over those fair housing regulations. Is that summing it up, Chuck?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, It goes a little bit further. Uh, Mm -hmm. Most of the people that are, uh, because it's not just realtors involved in this fight. There's a a lot of uh, fair housing uh, outfits saying that there ought to be laws against doing this because in the uh, example I gave, uh, if I send a letter uh, saying, hey, I love this house so much, I can just see my kids running down the stairs on Christmas morning, I've let you know that uh, I have children, mm-hmm. uh, my familial status, which is uh, something protected. Uh, and I've also let you know my religion. Yep. Uh, so if I send you a letter and and put something like that, these fair housing groups are saying that gives the seller uh, a greater opportunity to discriminate. Um You know, I don't think anybody's ever going to confuse me with someone who is in favor of discrimination. Yeah, Uh, I I'm really down on that sort of thing. Anyhow, the uh, the point being, I don't know that I agree with these groups. Uh, Bob, I've seen you get angry before uh, over reasonable things. Should I handcuff you right now to prevent you from doing something illegal in the future? Mm -hmm. You know, I just don't think that's. That's fair. And to create a statute like Oregon did back in yes. what was it, 2020, 2019, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, when Oregon created a statute outlawing these things, uh, the federal courts kicked it down pretty heavily, saying that's a violation of the First Amendment. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know... I, I, I really we're professionals, right? Right. Uh, I'm going to go uh, as an attorney. The first time you file your first lawsuit, you're freaking out. I've, I've made a mistake. I've done something that's going to get me sued. But we're professionals who get over that. We take the risk. We get paid for it. Uh, we get educated to try and avoid those risks. You know, I, I wonder at what point uh, the NAR stance uh, is actually just, hey, we don't want our people to get sued because somebody might take something uh, and do something illegal on their own.
0: Right. Well, let me point out the, the reason this yeah. has come to a head uh, this week is because this past week, Daryl Davis, wrote an opinion piece. He's a real estate professional um, on a a national website. And he's urging realtors to revisit buyer love letters and not promote misinformation, which is what's been going out there. And by that he means, he says, there have been no lawsuits, despite some realtors saying there have been lawsuits, there have been no lawsuits against a realtor for forwarding a buyer love letter. So folks, here's why it's important for all of you who are listening to the show to understand this concept and why I'm bringing it up. Because if you're buying a home, or your kids, or your family, or your friends, or your relatives are buying a home, it's very competitive out there. There are fewer homes out there, so anyone that's on the market is going to be prime real estate, literally and figuratively. So- Using a buyer love letter to try to sway the seller towards you becomes oh so important. And if there are people who are saying don't do it, you're being told information that is an unfair advantage to the people who would write the buyer love letter. So on my point, I understand that many of my colleagues here locally and around the country may disagree with my opinion and Chuck's opinion. But I suggest those of you who disagree uh, in the real estate world, read the opinion piece by Daryl Davis uh, on Inman and then form your own opinions based on fact as opposed to misinformation and there's been a lot of discussion around the country people on all sides of this thing but you can take this as chuck points it out here that you can take this much further which would be detrimental to because then do you remove the name of the person signing that's what i
1: was going to get yes many names will give a a national origin Mm -hmm. you know and and was there not a time when you actually had buyers and sellers meet Yes. Uh, are we going to ban, you right. know, bumping into each other at Whole Foods?
0: Well, you I know,
2: just... one one thing that happened, you know, Glar had a fair housing summit last week. And this this topic was raised during the uh, fair housing summit. And mm-hmm. one of the things that they had talked about were these blind contracts yeah, using a third party to actually scrub the names. Because, I mean, certainly names, you know, do, do you know, at least lean towards some sort of identification. But it is I mean, they were discussing it at the fair housing summit and you know looking like 2024 is going to be a year that that more and more information is going to come. Um no facts no no details were given but it's certainly a uh, a topic that they continue to look into to try to make you know uh, more fair purchasing decisions out there. That's
0: just what we needed a third party now mm-hmm. getting in the middle of everything else that becomes complicated. But, but looking at
2: look at how you said
1: that though brad uh to you're basically saying that the sellers are going to be unfair and we need to prevent them from doing that i i don't i don't i can't see a legal basis to immediately assume somebody is going to do a bad thing
2: right right no i i understand your point there and I'm simply passing on the information yeah, I, information well, right. i understand i'm systems, understand. systems yeah. that are that are that are in place and you know, being reviewed to just you know essentially level the playing field.
0: Let me bring bring in uh, son Greg just joined us from the car, and I know he's coming in late on this. We're talking about buyer love letters, Greg. You have a would oh, opinion- yeah. you have opinion on this one way or another?
3: Uh We just won a contract with one two days ago.
0: There you so, go. You know, okay. my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So coming in hard,
3: fast, and strong. Just and like like I Robert, see man. that
0: all the time. I amplify what Greg just said. So listen, first of all, for for listeners, if your agent doesn't want to use one, talk to them about it, have them reference, have them call me and I'll I'll point them in the direction of what is out there. Um, or again, if you want, just give me a call at any time and we'll we'll talk about what needs to be the, done.
3: The thing is, and, and not to come in too late on it, the thing is, is yeah. there's no gray area here. We're not operating in the gray yet. This is a tool that you should be using to win homes. There is no legal reference or 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 precedent as I if uh, I am saying that correctly, Chuck, yeah. that would that would tell us don't do your best to win your client a home yeah. and or just because people don't like them, just know your audience and and, yeah. and ask the listing agent first and foremost, hey, will you guys accept the love letter? Are you OK with that? And that's right. that's the best thing you can really do. All right.
0: Let's let's move forward because we've already spent much of the show on this. By the way, I should have said at the beginning of the show that if. You're thinking about selling and you are haven't picked a realtor yet. I would love to apply for the job and we'd love to help you. You can call me at three seven six five four eight three, and or go to BobSellsLouisville.com and then just start filling out the information that will get right to me. Okay, we move forward. Brad, uh, over to you. Ronald is, and by the way, coming up a little later on after the break, 11 ticking time bombs in your house and how to deal with them. Ronald is planning a family picnic in his backyard this month, and this is important for Brad because of his new company, Team Bug Out. And he uh, sent us this. He says uh, he's seen a couple of wasps hanging around the house. In his email, he's asking how does he prevent wasps and mosquitoes from being backyard guests at his family picnic.
2: Uh, you've got two completely different treatment programs there. Mosquitoes can be treated uh, preventatively uh, using, you know, fogging about every. 21 days, uh, over the course of the, of, of the, the breeding month. So you're really looking at, we started with insect growth regulators back in April, uh, doing a couple treatments there. And then starting in June, you just go to kind of preventive treatments. But as far as wasps go, wasps are really, uh, treated as they appear. So, you know, for just the, 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 do help yourself, home, uh, owners, you know, a can of wasp spray, you know, oh that'll shoot, you know, 20, 25 feet is, is fine. Now, if you have more, we, you know, we were in a, a a commercial building that had an, uh, an outbuilding in it here a couple of weeks ago, and there were about 40 or 50 wasp nests inside of that uh, shed. That's a different thing. You know, you don't want to go in and start just shooting uh out of a can i mean that's more of a professional treatment there for the wasp Mm -hmm. but if it's just one small wasp mess the the trick is just knock it down Uh, i suggest if it's before they get too big you knock it down you know sometime around uh sunset before things uh while things kind of die down and the uh, wasps settle down don't don't try to do it in the middle of the day
3: yeah and that can stuff is super messy if you've ever ever used it before and you're trying to hit a flying wasp
2: and yeah, don't get yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It, it don't yet yeah, and don't use it inside because there's a lot of oils in it and, and it will stain yeah, paint yeah. yeah it does stain. yeah it makes them Get yeah, and, and you're trying to hit them out of the air greg i'm gonna spring a nest but there's, no, there's, there's no. one other option
1: there <laughs> is one other <laughs> option uh, i will load kosher salt into okay. my bug assault rifle yes, yes. i forgot. will take the think we all have out of <laughs> air
2: I think yeah. we all have Bug Assault rifles here. We do. Media. Individuals, that's right.
0: We should have a team, you know, a Bug Assault team. You know, that would be, <laughs> and that could be st- sponsored by, by Team, team Bug Out. I, right? exactly. I,
2: I, I can picture the shirts right now. I can see them now. keep mine right by the door. Yes,
3: Brad. Brad, when you have a wife who is petrified of wasps, yeah. I remember my very first house, there was, the, I was literally trying to spray it out of the air. And it, yes. I got it. I got it, cause it. But it was a mess. It was more of a mess to clean it up yes. than just to let it probably yeah. die inside I, anyway yeah. and,
2: and the reason that i know that stuff stains yeah, yeah, is because yeah. it's happened all over my house with my wife and daughter oh, they were no. the exact uh-huh. same way uh-huh. and,
0: and, and yep. finally on this point with the, the wasps and mosquitoes chuck as the attorney for this group do we need a concealed carry permit for the bug assault no. rifles
1: <laughs> well no in fact you
0: don't <laughs> okay all right. all right on that note we're gonna I take a just trying to salt a my bug. food oh <laughs> We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the eleven ticking time bombs in your house and how to deal with them. Again, staying with us, Chuck Crosby, the owner of the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Also Brett Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844. 844- 411 team my son greg who does our marketing and photography has joined us from the car and you can reach me anytime uh, if you're thinking about selling or buying we can help you you can reach me on my cell phone even after the show i answer on the weekends and at night Uh, 502-376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com or weselllouisville.com we're back in a moment on news radio 840 whas This has been a paid advertisement.
2: Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage.
0: Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today.
2: In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions they can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money and they have an instant cash offer program you deserve the best there is Bob and Greg go to WeSellLouisville.com you'll be glad you did
0: News Radio 840 WHAS Bob Sicoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you till the top of the hour and joining us Again, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. You can pick the closing attorney that you want. And Chuck is one of the top guys in this area. You really deserve the best. And Chuck Crosby uh, answers that call. Also, another thing you deserve is the best home inspection team. And that's Brad Lawler and Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach Brad and his group at 844-411-TEAM. You can also reach him for his new team bug out, which is a pest elimination. Uh, company. My son, Greg, who does our marketing photography uh, and does so much more is continuing with us. And you can reach me, Bob Sikola, anytime. If you're thinking about selling now or in the future years, you can just call me. I'll come out. It's free. No obligation to meet, to discuss, come up with a plan. Pick my brain. I'm there for you. You can reach me at 376-5483 or go to com or louisville.com. Okay. There are time bombs ticking in everybody's home. And what I'm going to do is bring up the the subject. Brad's going to give us one line about the things, uh, the, what it, to do, how to prevent it. Here we go. Before it's too late, fix these things, folks, or get on them. Uh, foundation, Brad.
2: Yeah. So you're looking here. If you see any small cracks, particularly in the brick veneer, anything, you know, particularly crack through a brick, stair step in the in the mortar, have it looked at right away because that's giving some indication that you got movement in your foundation. Okay. The roof. Um, I think the biggest thing with the roof, I would tell you, look at the bottom of your downspout, see whether or not you've got a lot of uh, of little granules. If you've got a lot of granules that are down there, uh, you've got, you know, your roof is getting to the end of its life. You want to take a look at your roof too, make sure that uh, you ha- don't have any damaged uh, shingles or missing shingles, particularly with the windstorms that we've had recently. People aren't paying attention to the fact that the roofs are damaged, but you got to take care of that now
0: septic system uh septic
2: systems i think that's just a maintenance item for those people who are on septic um they depending on the size of the house and the number of people in the house Mm -hmm. you'll have to maintain that or have that system pumped every you know three years or so um but also you want to make sure that you're not putting foodstuffs and other things down um into the septic system okay yeah keep it to the just what the ones and twos out there sorry
0: okay got it yeah (laughs) referencing that
2: electrical wiring uh, yeah, I think this article is referencing uh, the older homes, those yeah, that right. have you know single-strand uh, aluminum wiring, those with Federal Pacific panels, ZenSCO panels. You just want to make sure that you don't see any evidence of overheating. Uh, make sure you have an electrician uh, that you know and trust, uh, and have them come in periodically and uh, do the inspection on the uh, system. Make sure it's still uh, functioning correctly.
0: Crawl spaces.
2: Open it up. Take a look at it. Please, you can't imagine how many homes we inspect that people don't know they have raw sewage in their crawl spaces because they've had pipes leaking and they didn't know it. So yeah. check that periodically just to make sure you don't have uh, water building up under
0: there. Furnaces.
2: Uh, furnace and HVAC, generally you're just looking to make sure that you've got uh, some sort of a service contract. Um, it's a whole lot cheaper to maintain the system than it is to replace the system. Have it inspected by competent tech uh, twice a year.
0: Your deck out
2: back. Yeah, decks are, can be scary. Uh, you need to make sure they're maintained. Any damaged wood is taken care of, reseal it. Um, also make sure that you look underneath if you can. Uh, make sure it's not pulling away from the uh, house. We see that a lot, particularly those that are nailed on rather than like bolted in.
0: Heating oil tanks, if you've got one. The,
2: yeah, heating oil tank. This is something that has come up. Uh, actually, just recently we had an environmental engineer uh, who had to work with one of our clients with a tank that was uh, left in the yard. People weren't aware of it. They knew there was a vent there problem was oil had been left in the tank the tank rotted out it leaked uh, leached into the ground and it was a big expensive uh, remediation job to clean out and the, the homeowners that lived there for a lot of years and didn't even realize there's a tank in the yard
0: dryer vents
2: yeah, dryer vents this mm. is something you want to keep them cleaned out. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're not kinked. You know, I know Bob, we looked at that one picture yeah. of that, you know, the flexible pipe, uh, flexible hose back behind the dryer. That should be a straight run. It should not be any bends uh immediately coming out of that dryer. You got to make sure that the air flows and the lint doesn't build up.
0: Yeah, that was Jens house and uh, yeah. that, oh, sorry. Right. Work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's
2: yeah. funny you say that. I, yeah.
3: My cousin was doing repair on his dryer vent. And he sends me a picture of a 90-degree, um, like, four-inch uh, uh, ejector. But it was at a 90-degree an elbow. And I said, no, you've you got to run it straight. I was like, if you have an elbow, that's a place for lint to pick up. He goes, well, tell that to everyone else in my apartment building. I was like, well, then you may have a fire issue in your apartment building.
0: Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Old plumbing. Yeah, old plumbing.
2: If you if you have a house that has galvanized uh, pipe, or even if you know you've got lead pipe in your house, you want to watch for that. A lot of copper in the city gets pinhole mm. leaks, uh, You know, does a lot of water damage. This is just something – Particularly if you've got a, a basement that's unfinished and you can see the pipes, but keep an eye on it because as soon as you find a water spot, you want to get your plumber out there uh, to take a look. Cause you may have to it may require an upgrade to uh, the finally tax. water heater. Yeah, water heaters just, you know, again, just this is something that either they for most of us it's just they work or they don't work um this is just uh, i don't again this is if you're in the habit of draining them periodically great keep doing that if you're not in the habit of draining it as soon as you open that valve no it's probably not going to uh, close again got it and don't block the area under uh, the the discharge for the uh
0: the pressure relief valve. Make if, sure it blows, right. if it blows, right. If it blows, you don't want to be there. All right. We move over to Chuck. Chuck, this is one of the pet peeves I think you and I both have here. Let's get into this. Rebecca sends us an email. She uh, is selling her home, and her agent tells her she needs to buy a – and she lives in Louisville, by the way, Jefferson County – a new 10-year lithium non-removable battery smoke detector – After she gets a contract, but before she closes on her home. So, so far, she's right about that, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's got to be a
1: uh, 10-year non-removable lithium battery or hardwired in the hallway of any hallway that's adjacent to a bedroom.
0: She says, Rebecca says she is annoyed, though. She just bought several 10-year lithium non-removable battery smoke detectors three months ago. Her agent says that's great, but they need to be new. And she is uh, saying she's that, correct. They well, have to, the, thing, the agents. The thing. Correct. I think a lot
3: of a lot yeah. of people get confused because they don't realize that if they are hard, do they do they? Now, and this is a question. and I believe I know the answer. But correct. if they're hardwired, they do right. not have to be new or they yeah. do have to be new.
0: I don't believe hard. No, they don't have, have to be new. new. No, they don't. Correct. Yeah. It's it, all it's about a, the
3: battery. Right. Yeah. Right. So. So my point being is, I think a lot of it, it get confused and they don't even know half the time if they're hardwired because the homeowner will say, yeah, I don't know. And, yeah, they say, say. and they yeah, say, and yeah. we'll go ahead and just replace them. And then you say, well, listen, just go get a screwdriver or get you an electrician out there and just have them pull one and see that their most new homes, most homes are hardwired. Okay. Yeah. So because th- this, this particular,
1: this yeah. particular ordinance is minuscule compared to the uh, requirements for builders to keep to the building right. code. You've got to have a gazillion of these things. Yeah. yeah. Th- I mean, this yeah, one that, particular ordinance point, yeah. just talks about one hallway. Well, but if you've Bre- got
3: batteries, yeah. then replace get, get new ones. If, if if you
1: don't know, go find out.
3: If, no, no, you of the, going to you can't put new ones.
0: You can't put new battery. You have to buy a new smoke. 10 no, no, new, no I
3: mean new, new. So yes, new yeah. smoke detector. Smoke new yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So what Rebecca's point here is that she's angry because uh, apparently the uh, the people who wrote the smoke detector ordinance for Jefferson County was a smoke detector company.
2: Well,
0: there you go. Brad, am I Bob right about it? I, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I've heard
2: the same thing, Bob. Yeah. It, yeah.
1: Sounds, it sounds to me like a, an urban myth. Yeah. Um, okay. I know it was the fire marshal that promulgated it. Mm-hmm. And okay. so, you know, does he own a company? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. I see a lot of fire guys mm-hmm. uh, come through inspecting the buildings and selling uh, fire extinguishers, uh, but,
0: you know. Well, okay. So, listen, we, if anybody knows – about the actual genesis of this let us know so well it was
1: 1999 uh yeah. when it came out the first time so anybody that was in uh you know
0: yeah we'll we'll try to crack that down back over to Brad. and has a problem with her next door neighbor she writes he smokes constantly and has some smoke that gets into her condo apparently this is happening a lot uh, when the windows are open. So the the smoke is whifting over to hers. And now she's worried that the smells of uh, smoke every time she walks into her condo, she smells it and she uh, wants to get rid of that smoke smell. And of course she's, wants to keep her windows open and not have to close them and she's wondering what's what way is there to get rid of smoke smell inside her condo and i think this is really a good point for anybody who has had a smoker living in the house and has that smoky smell what would you suggest at this point
2: well i know a lot of folks just will run down to the hardware store the auto parts store and pick up a can of Oseum, mm. uh, which i know is effective but as far as once it gets into fabrics and soft materials uh like Carpets and any upholstery—that uh, is a different type of cleaning, and you're not going to cover it up with uh, with a Febreze. Uh, at that point i think you're looking at professional cleaning as far as how to keep it out i mean you yeah. know the problem the problem there is you've got to have a higher pressure inside the apartment or the condo pushing out so you know if you want to keep your windows open really you you know it sounds silly but you almost have to have a fan running on the inside you know pushing out or having the hvac fan set to on to uh, to give a little you know positive pressure to keep the uh, the smoke out but i yeah that's uh that that's that's a tough one
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, If we get any more on that, we'll pass that on. All right, Chuck, uh, final question for you, James running in that uh, he's lived in his apartment uh, here in Louisville seven years now. And uh, the person who moved in below him four years ago, constantly complaining to him about noise issues coming from James's apartment. So, so far we have that problem. He says, In this email that the neighbor below is harassing him, banging on his door, yelling at him. James says he's a senior, senior citizen that lives alone, doesn't have any friends over or play music. So what are his options in handling this downstairs neighbor? What would you suggest? Okay, So
1: this is an apartment. It's not a condo. It is an apartment. You contact the uh, management. and You say this guy is harassing me. Or this woman is in this case. Well, yeah, I use guy generically. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, uh, but wh- whomever is making the fuss, uh, well, you know, you don't want to do take do anything about it yourself, because uh, then you could become liable, uh, unless that thing you do is make friends, uh, and you know, go from there. But if if there's no friends to be made, you talk to the management because they are uh, uh, preventing you from uh, quiet enjoyment of your
0: apartment. So. This is another one of the bake a cake and bring it down to the neighbor, you know. This maybe, uh, yeah, maybe <laughs>
1: you know, uh, there's a yeah. lot of movies out there, or uh, like say? The or Sandlot, uh, etc., that address a similar scenario. However, yeah. uh, there's also, uh, here recently a lot of uh, tragedy, uh, people going down yes. to other people's doors yes. and knocking on them. I thought, uh, right yeah so yeah just,
3: and, and you don't bake cakes for people that
2: harass you you know
1: yeah no no <laughs> that 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 gets a little neville chamberlainy uh to me uh talk to the management
2: you you bake the cake for the management
0: is what yeah talking. hey there that's, you go it's a good idea yeah and then bring us a piece of cake because we'll right. take that yeah we are out of time. My thanks, of course, to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. Uh, they are well known in the community for real estate closings. You can pick the attorney that you want to close your loan, and Chuck's on the top of them. I would highly suggest you reach out to him for that or for wills or power of attorney, uh, landlord-tenant disputes, which he's already weighed in on in this show. You can reach Chuck over at his office at four nine nine six three six zero. Also with us, Brad Lawler, who owns Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. They do a great job, and Chuck and I both can attest to his uh, team working for you to get your home inspected properly. And now with Team Bug Out, I just switched over to Team Bug Out this past week, and uh, I'm happy about it. You can reach uh, Brad and his group at eight four 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 one one team my son who does our marketing photography and so much more joining us uh, from the car by the way if you want to see a rebroadcast of the show go to louisvilleanswers.com that's louisvilleanswers.com also if you want to see some of our reviews because we're really very proud of our reviews go to louisvillezillow.com or louisville google And if you're thinking of selling, please don't hesitate. Give me a call. Come out. It's free. No obligation to come out and just talk about the process of what it takes to get the home sold on your terms and and, uh, your time frame. You can reach me anytime on my cell phone at area code 502-376-5483. That's 376-5483. Or go to BobSellsLouisville.com and just fill out the form and I'll get to you. That's it Have a great Sunday we'll see you next Sunday right here on News radio 840 WHAs